Welcome to episode 30 and the launch of season 3 of Groundbreaking Podcast. I know, I know, I cannot believe we're already launching season 3. I'm super excited by everything ahead and there are some amazing interviews in the pipeline. So if you haven't already, subscribe now so you don't miss an episode. I'm excited to announce that Todd and the amazing team from Overdose have gotten behind me and this epic podcast. We are both really thrilled to be working together to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs. This week, I am speaking to Pablo Kraus, the managing director of EcoStore. EcoStore was initially founded on being an environmental-friendly brand, but now they have evolved into a full health and well-being brand as well. EcoStore have a dream to become the most recognized brand for health and well-being for the environment. I hope you enjoy this interview as much as I did. Hi Pablo, thank you so much for joining us this week. Great, thank you Eli. I'm, I'm really looking forward to being part of here and speaking more with you. You were born in Germany and raised in Auckland, and then you went to study in Canada. What did you study? Uh, when I first set out to study, I went out. To, uh, I, I set out to become a film editor, and I went to Vancouver Film School, and I ended up studying foundation visual art and design. But I ended up graduating with a digital design honors, and that meant I was I set out to work and make everything from touchscreen applications to games to websites and all sorts of things um, so I had a quite a creative background I guess. So what did you do after that? So after that I set out and I came back to New Zealand and I got my first job here as an interactive developer for a company called Satellite Media and we we started to work on some really cool projects like I said some sort of like quite interactive experiences one was there was like a ship mirror um, and you could go up to it on a mall and you could take a photograph of yourself and you could shave whatever sort of beard you'd like into your face uh, into your face and send the photo back to yourself um, on your email, which I thought was quite cool. Then was back and forth between Canada and New Zealand before finally meeting my uh, wife and settling into Auckland with my two young children. Had you always planned to join the family business? Definitely had never actually set out to work or join my family business and but I do remember always having a real keen interest in it and particularly an eco store I remember when I was younger I was questioning my father and saying you know how's eco store going what's going on and I ended up following my own ambitions which was took me off to Canada and follow my passion but I guess it inevitably led me to come back and work within the family business. You had some key mentors earlier on what did you learn from them? I think one of the best things that was played back to me was to follow your intuition and continue to be yourself because people will see that. People understand who you are, Pablo. So there's, and then another piece of advice that I think is sort of coming more into effect now as I mature is there'll be a point in your life where you start to stop, you stop accepting mediocrity. And I guess that helps to continue on, on my growth journey. You are currently Managing Director at EcoStore. How did you get there? So coming from a creative background, I guess, I was I was pretty much headhunted by my father to come back and help modernise Huckleberry in terms of a brand and in terms of store experiences. So Huckleberry is like an organic retailer that the family had owned 
And I ended up reshaping it to modernize it, but also helped grow that from three to 10 stores. I also became a director of EcoStore at the same time, which was close to seven years ago. And I remember when my father, he asked me, he said, well, you know, the job opened up at EcoStore and said, would you do it? And I said, I actually am not that sure I'm ready to do it. But um, in the following six months after that, I, I sort of came, developed my confidence and I did start truly to believe that I could take on the responsibility. And that's how I, I guess, ended up at EcoStore. How did you navigate inheriting a brand with such a strong heritage? I might be a new leader at EcoStore, but I mean, our, our family's been involved for close to 15 years now. So, and as mentioned, I've been a director for close to seven years. So I've helped to shape and grow the business along the way. And so it did feel sort of quite natural to step in. I had sort of quite a closeness with a lot of staff there already. So um, I guess I was sort of, um, how do you say, uh, um, ingrained into the business and ingrained into that heritage somewhere, somehow along the way. And, um, you know, I definitely felt very privileged and proud to be able to step in and lead a company to such strong heritage. Hiring the right people is important. What have you learned and what do you look for? I think one of the, the, the biggest things you can look for is authenticity and passion. And that comes when, when you interview someone and you ask them, you know, how, how do you know about EcoStore? Because I think it's always important to ask them what they know. You can very quickly see how passionate they are. Well, number one, whether they've actually done any research on EcoStore. Or number two, if they're actually really aligned with what your purpose and what you're doing at EcoStore. And because EcoStore is a company that has a really clear purpose, we actually start to really attract these like-minded and highly engaged people, which I guess is a real benefit to um, having a purpose-led company. You are pushing further into Asia and Australian markets. How has that gone? Uh, It's gone really well. We've had a huge amount of growth. I mean, particularly in China. So from four years ago, we didn't have any business in China. And now it represents close to 20% of our total revenue uh, with no signs of slowing down. And it really has reshaped, I guess, EcoStore as a business, turning it more into a global business than a New Zealand-Australia business. But also Australia's kicked into its next sort of growth of phase. We've sort of been in one of the retailers, Woolworths, there for a long time. Um, and we've just launched our personal care range into Coles, which is the other big supermarket chain, which is really exciting. And that's um, everything from body wash, hand wash, and soaps. So uh, really exciting to have that growth. What have you learned during this expansion? Was it hard? Uh, certainly not easy, but I think one of the things that I've learned is some of the biggest ones have always come from actually going and meeting people, going and meeting your partners in Australia. I always come back from a trip from meeting people there or in China um, and having built a better relationships. And you can certainly see uh, the way that EcoStore works better is much stronger after having those relationships ingrained. So what was it like building a new customer base? What strategy worked for you? Um, I guess at EcoStore, because we have had a huge amount of growth year on year, is that it is our strategy is new customers. So it's called like a penetration strategy, not trying to sell more products to the existing customers. And I think something you need to be really aware of is, number one, you need to sell into a retailer so that customers can find your product. But number two, you need to be able to sell it to consumers, which are the people that shop in, for example, in the supermarket. And as EcoStore, 
being a company that is led on purpose, and the purpose for us is to make the world a safer place, one person, one home at a time, you start to get real cut through and you start to resonate with people and people start to seek out products like you because they've heard about it or read about it somewhere. So that works both selling it into a customer that's like a retailer or someone that comes into your store. What advice could you offer other businesses looking to expand overseas? Uh, there's a couple of things. One thing is go definitely go to the country and meet people. Um, it's very easy to have email inquiries and you know you can potentially get sales, but it's about going and experiencing the culture, Understand, understanding what the people are like, you know, the people that are consuming your product or your service. And I think one of the biggest tips I can give anybody exporting from New Zealand is go and talk to NZTE. New Zealand Trade and Enterprise are a great resource in helping New Zealand businesses grow overseas. How do you see EcoStore adapting over the next few years? My ambition for EcoStore is to be recognised as the number one household brand globally for health, well-being and environment. But I believe that EcoStore can be much more than that and we can actually start to lead the way for other businesses to follow. So we're like a, a thought leader and it's not about being all us being out on our own, but it's about encouraging everyone together to make better choices for people on the planet so that our future generations can continue to enjoy living on our planet. How do you know when to shift your product offering? Um, I guess for EcoStore, we're, we're constantly striving to new categories. Probably every couple of years, we're almost going to a new category, uh, with the most recent being oral care, so toothpaste and mouthwash and toothbrushes. And I think the best way to identify those is actually talking to consumers. And one of the great things that we did um, we, next week I'm going to China is actually going into people's houses that, and consumers' houses and talking to them about what resonates with them and what they like and what enjoys with them and taking that along with some you know market data but I think it's more beneficial actually going into people's homes or meeting, talking to real consumers that buy, use your product or services. EcoStore was recently named as the most authentic brand in New Zealand. Congrats! What does it take to grow a purpose-led brand in a highly competitive marketplace? Thank you very much as well. Thanks for that. But uh, I think one of the most important things is to be authentic. Stay true in, at EcoStore because we have a purpose. We can, we can straight, we can stay, you got to stay true to your purpose. So EcoStore was founded on, on, on honesty and transparency. So for example, we're one of the first brands ever to disclose all the ingredients that we had on the back of our pack. And, you didn't need to do that, but when you have a real purpose, you can start to, I guess, cut through and solve some of those problems. And, um, you get to be seen as authentic, which is great. What do you expect to be the biggest change in green businesses over the next few years? I think the biggest change is that green businesses will become the norm. And I guess authenticity is part of it because green Greenwashing is going to disappear because consumers are now more savvy than ever and they're able to, you know, there's information at their fingertips. So everyone's going to be exposed or either not be in business if they're not a green business. How do you know when it's time to buckle down and push through with an idea and when it's time to let go and change lanes? That's a good question because I think uh, most people are faced with that often um, somewhere at some point in their life, whether at work or at home. And for me, I think I've tried to fall back on intuition, but uh, intuition doesn't necessarily mean you're always right. <laughs> um, but I think in the end, it's one of the hardest things to do for most people is actually to make a decision. And 
you often know what it is in, intuitively, but it's how, how quickly you make that decision is, I think, how well you can move forward. It is easy to overcomplicate things. How do you keep so focused on the right things as a leader? Um, it's incredibly easy to overcomplicate things. I think you're right. But I think in the end, the water always finds its own level. When, when you're working on something or something becomes seems like such a big deal, often it'll slide down as another priority comes in and it sort of it naturally comes about. But it's not about trying to be perfect all the time, all the time and trying to nail that because often you will get stuck and overcomplicate things. Letting go of that sometimes is helpful. What has been one of the hardest decisions you had to make? I think one of the hardest decisions I ever had to make was taking the role as managing director at EcoStore and being able to feel bold or good enough that I could do that as a person. But now I'm really confident and I guess I'm really proud that I, I do feel like I'm the best person for the role. You are a director of a diverse range of companies. Can you tell us more about those? Yeah, so in the family business, we've got Huckleberry, which is an organic retailer here in New Zealand. Um, then there's Chantal Organics, which is like an organic FMCG business that um, also is a wholesaler and distributor. Uh, then there's also Eagle's Nest, which is like a luxury resort in the Bay of Islands. And then the family has a bit of a property division and investment division that I'm a part of as well. So quite a broad range, but um, I think I, I used to spend a lot more time with them across the other businesses, but now 99% of my time is devoted to EcoStore because you've got to keep your eye on the ball. Do you like to take risks? I do like to take risks. And that's, that's more in terms of I like to put myself outside my comfort zone. And I think it's one of the best, and most authentic ways that we can grow. So, so often I like to show vulnerability to help build trust and to help, I guess, show authenticity maybe. That's awesome. Thank you. You recently spoke at the Authentic Leaders Summit. What do you wish people knew about leadership? I think one of the things that people always sort of had the stigma that leaders always know the right answers and you don't need to know all the answers to be a good leader but you need to know how to act or you need to know who to talk to who might have the right answers and how to empower your team to help you through this and navigate through this. What is your favorite leadership quote and why? There's one quote that comes to mind and it's a quote by Sun Tzu, which who wrote The Art of War. And it's, a leader leads by example, not by force. You can't tell people what to do because you, you start to lose respect. It's about empowering them or helping them come to a conclusion that they choose. What has surprised you the most from your journey thus far? Something I'm really proud of is the fact that we've got a huge amount of support and that we we are starting to get, we have had accolades along the way and I guess I'm really proud that um, it must, I must be doing something right if that's the case. So <laughs> I'm really happy about that. Surprised, I guess, surprised me somewhat. What do you think are some of the greatest problems in the world waiting to be solved by entrepreneurs today? I think no doubt climate change is one of the biggest problems of the world. We've got other problems, you know, there's the plastic problem and too much plastic being consumed, but ultimately climate change is something that's going to have a far greater impact on us in a far sooner time than anything else. And if we can, I know that there's loads of entrepreneurs out there already tackling it and I think it's, it's amazing and I think that's ultimately the problem that we need to solve first and foremost.
Who inspires you? This might sound really silly, but it's, it's my mum. The way that she's never said a bad word about anybody, the way that she's encouraged me to follow my own passion, the way that she's encouraged me to have a strong work ethic and to always make sure that I have my own thing going on, the way that she's empowered me to make my own choices. And this is now how I get to lead my life and how I get to lead, by example, to my kids, which so I'm really proud that she's passed that on to me. Aren't moms awesome? Aren't they? If you could go back in time, what advice would you give yourself? Follow your passion and your intuition. I promise it will lead you somewhere great. Okay, final question from me. What lesson in business has taken you the longest to learn? I think that there is no single answer and searching for perfection can be a journey into despair. So try to act swift, swiftly and decisively, even if it means being wrong. Thank you so much for joining us this week, Pablo. Thank you very much for having me. I've really enjoyed talking with you, Eva. Thanks for joining us this week. If you enjoyed this interview, please leave me a comment down below and be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your network. As always, stay awesome and share the love.